And welcome to another edition of Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. I'm Jose. And I'm Angel. Listen, we want to apologize because we're a little bit on twin time today. There was a bit of a technical difficulty here in Theolisa's garage. Maybe it's the heat. Yeah, the heat makes things do weird funny things. things. Well, we are live at Theolisa's uh, garage once again. And we are the so. The bees get really crazy in the heat. The bees? The bees. The, the birds and the bees? The birds and the bees. <laughs> <laughs> we are so glad and happy and honored that you're joining us once again on Theolisa's Garage. Thank you so much for uh, listening to us again and every week. And if you're new, uh, hope you guys enjoy it and come back again next week. <laughs> Bring and, your own beer. And every week. And you know what? As come back. <laughs> you know you can friend us on Twin Talk Show, which is our Facebook you could also friend us on or follow us on Twitter on Twin Talk Show, and you can find us on iTunes because we are iTwins. Just search for Twin Talk with Jose and Angel because that's how we roll. That's how we roll, baby. That's how we roll. Shoo. What an and what an awesome awesome weekend this weekend. Oh, and I hope everybody had a great three day holiday weekend this weekend. And for those of you who made it out to the. Uh, Twin Talk with Jose and Angel Rock and Roll Party with Sunset Riot and Run Devil Run. All I can say is, shoo! Yeah. Yeah. What a party, brother. What a party. Let me tell you something. We we were so honored and pleased that so many people showed up. Of course, because, I mean, it was Sunset Riot and it was uh, Run Devil Run. For it, sure. They, they, they draw a good crowd and uh, and so do, so do we, huh? Well, you know what? A lot of people showed up. <laughs> Run Devil Run was awesome. They really blew the, the show out of the water. And then we had, uh, of course, Sunset Riot, what everyone was, everyone was look, waiting for. Sunset Riot, after their U.S. Uh, tour, their Mama Said tour in the U.S., they made it back into Los Angeles, and they played this special double header with Run Devil Run. And it was just amazing. They blew everyone away. And we thank everybody for coming. Uh, and uh, everybody... Uh I hope you all got a chance to check out the Twin Talk with Jose and Angel photo booth. And if you did, share those pictures on Facebook. Hit share on their homes. And uh, show your people on your network how you guys were pimping the Twin Talk with Jose and Angel custom photo booth. Tell people. I mean, that way people know that you're cool. Because only cool people take pictures in there. <laughs> Anyways, we had a great show last week. And we need to talk about this week. But last week, you, remember, you can always go to Twin Talk com to listen to our previous podcasts. and Or, or you could go on iTunes to search for Twin Talk with Jose and Angel and listen to a, and download it. And you know what? Uh, but last week we had a really awesome show. We had from, uh, from uh, the, the guys, uh, Stan Carrizosa and uh, I'm sorry, is it Stan? I'm listening to it all. And Paul Sibley, Stan Carrizosa and Paul Sibley from Local Artist. They jammed an R&B session acoustic, and it really is amazing. I mean, the guy's got some pipes. The guitars sound awesome. Go to TwinTalkCast.com. You could download it and, or play it live. Play it to your chick. You, you'll probably get some. 
You might just get some, dude. Hey, from what I hear, it's silent. Do you, I, I don't think our listeners are, are listening to people us. People can hear us. I hear people say, they're saying here. Here we go. I mean, that's somebody else. They can hear us. Anyways, if you don't hear us, you wouldn't know. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you just wouldn't know. But anyway, <laughs> anyway, here's the deal. Um, today's show is going to be fantastic. Uh, uh, we have uh, a from... Um, uh, a, a life coach, motivational, motivational speaker, and, speaker, <laughs> and certified in t- integrated energy therapist. Her name is Connie Costa. She's a really amazing woman and a cool chick at that. She's going to be here at Theo Lisa's Garage. And, and, and we're just going to have a nice conversation and hopefully be inspired. I'm sure we will. And that's what we're here for, to inspire and to move and to chill. And to chill. <laughs> now, listen, um, also today... Um, uh, doing the current events, who hasn't been here for a couple of weeks, is our very own Jackie Casas. Jackie, you want to say hello? Hello there. Jackie's going to be here a little while later doing uh, the current events, and so stay tuned for that. And uh, you know what? In the house just chilling with us is our man, Jeff Johnson, who does the VO work for us. Hey, Jeff, why don't you chime in somewhere there, Jeff? There's a mic right there. Hello, hello. Okay, let, let's hear that first line, that very first line that everyone ever heard from Twin Talk. You're listening to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. And that's Jeff Johnson. He's our guy. He's our vocal our vo- vocal artist, and he does all the real stuff, and he's hanging out with us because he's just a cool guy. That's and, how uh, we roll, man. We've got our own voice guy that has a dope-ass voice. And you know what? I want to give you a... I want to give you a... Look out. Uh, uh, what's that guy from that movie? Um, he does all the black movies. Uh, <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> he, uh, Dead Presidents, man. He did the... Isaac Hayes. There you go. There you go, Isaac Hayes. Shout Anyway, Jeff, uh, congratulations cool, on the fact that you are uh, now the newest uh, uh, content producer at NBC Los Angeles. That's a fantastic uh, feat. Thank you. Thank you. I'm very happy and blessed and excited. Yes. Uh, wonderful. Uh, not only vocal artist, uh, vocal vo- voiceover artist, but a, um, uh, uh, a accomplished journalist now. Anyway, time for shout outs, brother. Um, hold on. I'm fixing my mic. What's up with that? <laughs> Okay, I got some shout-outs. I, I want to give some shout-outs to a few people. Joe Alaniz and Elvia Alaniz, good to see you this weekend. Thanks for coming down. Mark and Elva, Theo Mark and Thea Elva Gill, you drove all the way down here with Ender and El- Anna Beltran. That's awesome. Thanks so much. That was a long drive from the desert. All the way from Riverside County, I, I believe. That's River, right. Riverside County is, uh, for those of you listening to us in uh, another country, Riverside con- County has no, almost another country, too. <laughs> has no rivers that I know of. It's just an arid <laughs> desert, okay? I don't care if they, what it's called. So that was Mark and Elva Gill, Hender and Anna Beltran, also Bianca Swift and Yo Man, and I forgot his his name tell him uh, i'm giving him a shout out and uh polly roxon out of australia he's listening for sure nice we got his his homies uh right here with us on our musical break awesome uh, the uh the talented uh mojo bluesman true blue dirty down raw traveling I mean, traveling bluesmen will be on later on, and they're, yeah, they're providing our musical break for us, and um, they're just amazing guys. And you know what? They're, they're true bohemians. But move on with your shout outs and some more shout outs. I think these are new ones: uh, C- Carol Shannon, Jeff Ter- Terranova, Mercedes Galvan, Michael Delgado, Julie Wood, Joseph Melnick. Thanks for tuning in, and hopefully you tune in again. Jen Spazmaster, she's got a. Uh, a show over on PCC Radio. What's up, Homegirl? Thanks for listening. Nice. And uh, 
Alfonso Lopez. Alfonso. Holmes. Okay, hello, Mr. Lopez. Long and, time no hear your voice. And some Meyer Streets here um, uh, residents, Doug and Melissa and Nikki Maricatoni and Yo Man. It's Miracatani. Miracatani, Miracatoni, What's Miracatani. up, Nicole? Miracatani. <laughs> and, uh, and Jen from Oshkosh. What's up? Thanks for listening. And a, a special shout out to Chelsea Swartz. From a high voltage, I pronounced your name wrong at the uh, rock show. Yeah, you said Chelsea. (laughs) Chelsea. You know who I meant, homegirl. I'm sorry for that. (laughs) I don't know if you noticed, but we were on stage and and, 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 uh, and Jonesy kind of elbowed me and she goes, he said Chelsea. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, Chelsea. Sorry, Chelsea. We let my brother save face. We didn't say anything. uh, Shout out to you and uh, High Voltage Magazine. And the uh, shout outs were brought to you by Express Cuts. When you want to get your hair did, go to Express Cuts. Three generations of uh, cosmetologists. They kick ass. They're over at 10420 Laurel Souza Road in the city of El Monte or Big Monte Homes, uh, 91732. Or you can call or just walk in, 626-448-1931. And when you go get your hair done there, tell them the twins sent you and you get a free blow dry and shampoo with that. I want to give a shout out. I want to give a special shout out to the boys from uh, Sunset Riot who are on their way back to Australia now. Angel, will you stop with the paper? You always do that. Why don't you invest in a dry erase board, man? (laughs) Anyway, so shout out to the guys, Resh, uh, Dell, Jazz, JP, Ziggy. Uh, fantastic uh, having you guys in this uh, country. Uh, fantastic guys. Safe trips. Godspeed. Um, also want to say um, shout out to Run Devil Run, uh, Domo, Jeremy, uh, uh, Drummer Dave, and uh, Jackie. Th- Jackie th- thank Domo. you so much for uh, helping us out for with that bringing awesome. for bringing the rock and roll party to yeah. the to yeah. Burbank. That was dope, man. That and, was. And one guys, more, it was so good. One if you more, didn't go. Hold on. <laughs> I want to say. You missed out, eh? <laughs> you totally missed out. What? One more shout out to Terry Wynn, who was in Nebraska. Also, uh, he's here uh, in spirit, and he's like, he's always chiming in. Thanks a lot, Terry. We, it's, you're like the perpetual Papa Real. He's like the perpetual <laughs> shout up, out. We're always going to give him a shout out. Shout. All right. So I guess um, uh, I also want every, all you listeners to know. All you listeners know that today we're giving away the special swag that you guys signed up for, but you got to call in, and if you don't call in, we're giving it away to someone else, okay? The swag is this. We have, uh, from Sunset Riot, a T-shirt and a CD autographed. Nice. From uh, They got Run, a cool logo. From too. Run Devil Run, a T-shirt and a CD as well, autographed. Wait, is it autographed? Can, um, it's a CD, nevertheless, and we also have a third prize autograph from by Sunset Riot. It's a uh, skateboard deck um, designed by a tattoo artist in Australia, uh, a friend of the guys in uh, in uh, Sunset Riot, and that's also autographed by the guys. And we're going to give away three of them, but you got to call into six two six two seven five twin. Call into six two six. Two seven five twin. I'm gonna say it one more time. <laughs> Call in to six two six two seven five twin. Shout. And um, I guess. Hey, so if if um if you're uh, uh, one of the hosts, uh, can you qualify to win? Nope. No. What's two six two six two seven five twin? What's that number? Um. It doesn't matter. They can figure it out. Okay, so now I think what I'm going to do is we're going to go before we go into current events. We're going to go ahead and give one away. Okay, All right, right we're on. gonna give away the Sunset Riot 
um, T-shirt and autographed CD by the band. And the way it goes is like this. We're going to have Jackie Casas, Jackie Casas, and she's going to be doing her current events in, next. Pick out this number. There's a box full of little bits of numbers, and each number corresponds to a name. Here, we're going to pass this to her as well, and you read off the name that you pull. That you pull. Okay? Here you go. Pass it over. And um, if, if you win, you got to call in to right. 626-275-TWIN. 626-275-TWIN. And we still, we still invite anybody to call anytime for anything. So 626-275-TWIN. And who do you have? What number is it? I mean, who is the uh, winner? I have number three. Lourdes Orizaban. Oh, <laughs> Lourdes Orizaban. Call in to 626-275-TWIN. You've just won a Sunset Riot t-shirt and autographed CD. And, but you got to call in. You got to call in 626-275-TWIN. If you don't call in, you don't win, if homegirl. You don't call in. If you don't call in, you don't win. So anyway, uh, now we're going to uh, uh, our current events from Jackie Casas. How are you, ladies and gentlemen? Jackie Casas. Hey I love the applause. Hey, listen, listen. Uh, we miss you. Um, too bad you couldn't make our show the other day. I know you had other no. issues going on, uh, like uh, sleep. But um, like a meeting at the White House, or you were saving dying children in Zimbabwe or something. Because anything else, eh? No. That's not an excuse. Yeah, no. what's up with that? No, I wish I was at the show. I wanted to go so badly, and I had a migraine. I had all sorts of stuff to do that night, and I had a migraine. <laughs> I could not get out of okay, my house. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. I'm mm-hmm. sorry, guys. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, anyways. Okay, I How have guess. you been besides that margra- migraine? Did you, did you have a migraine throughout your holiday the whole weekend? We- yeah, the whole weekend. Uh, the whole weekend. And yesterday, I had to go to work. So. I think that's some kind of psychosomatic situation. I think you're afraid of party. <laughs> and so your body goes into this mode that it just wants to you know, do it. I mean, I see Jeff nodding his head over there. You want to say something, Jeff? Jeff Johnson, you better not say a damn <laughs> Jeff, word. Jeff, man, bro, say something, Jeff. I just <laughs> want to say that she's just a big old baby. <laughs> Shut your face. Let boo. me tell you something. Man up, man up. Uh, we played at uh, Joe's. Did she say boo? Joe's Great American Bar and <laughs> I Grill. Said boo. Oh, okay. Our show and party was at Joe's Great American Bar. Uh oh, we got a caller coming in. Is that the ringer? <laughs> I love it. Hello, this is Jose from Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. Uh, who is this? This is Lourdes. Lourdes Orizabal. <laughs> Show, yes. baby, you win. I want my CD. <laughs> Lourdes, you just won your CD autographed by Sunset Riot, and also your. You're uh, a T-shirt from them, so you know we congratulate you for for that. Are you a fan of the band? Thank you. <laughs> I am. I, we know you are. <laughs> listen, Lou. Listen, Lou. Um, uh, what's your favorite part of the show on Twin Talk with Jose and Angel? Are we getting chill lounge? Chill lounge. <laughs> show, yes. baby. Good answer. Looks like, listen, looks like we have another call coming in, but you're gonna have to call in in a second. Lure this. Um, you've won. We will ship you. We will get back to you. We have your number <laughs> uh, because you wrote it down on the paperwork. <laughs> and we will call you Thank and get you. your information. And uh, thanks for listening. Thanks for uh, joining in. And any words to any shout-outs to anybody? Um, no. No shout-outs? Thank, thank you. No. <laughs> okay. Lord, I just want my CD. <laughs> hey, listen, congratulations. Congratulations. <laughs>
Okay, bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. You guys are awesome. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye. This is Jose from Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. Who is this? This is Crystal. Crystal, how are you doing? Crystal who? This is Jonesy. Oh, it's Jonesy is on the, on the line. Hey, Jonesy. What's Jones- up, Jonesy? Jonesy, ladies and gentlemen, Jonesy. Hey, everybody. Jonesy, who does our current events every other week and alternates with our own Jackie Casas. Jonesy, what's going on? To what do we owe this honor? I was just calling to say, I think it's very unfair that Lourdes got to call in and win <laughs> the autograph Sunset Riot CD. Why? She entered. She was legit, and it was a legitimate drawing. I entered, too. Okay. <laughs> well, you know what? Jo- Jonesy, uh, I don't... <laughs> I don't know that that's that's okay because you're part of the show. <laughs> and she's not. I mean, she's like Angel's right hand person. Okay, biggest fan. Come on now. Disclaimer, folks. Um, um, uh, in in the um, look at the picture on Facebook, you can see that uh, that uh, Jackie Casas fairly and squarely pulled the name out of a square box. Okay, listeners, <laughs> listen. Uh, in the um, in news, we call this full disclosure. Um, Lourdes Ordizibal is in a relationship with my brother. That was a full, and but since we're doing this out of Theo Luis's garage, we don't, we don't, we just put anybody's name in, or they're allowed to put their name in. This was a legitimate drawing. We you, didn't. You know why? Because everybody's a winner, baby. Show. I promise that was just a coincidence. And Jonesy, how, I know. I'm just giving you guys a hard time. We'll talk to you later. I was listening in. <laughs> Have a good one. Okay, Jonesy. Talk to you later, babe. Bye. Bye. See the trouble you started, Jackie. I'm sorry. I swear it was it was completely honest and and truthful drawing. Uh, well, anyways, um, you know we are happy that she won. She listens every week, and every week she's uh, ch- chatting us up on on Facebook as we uh, do our thing. But let's go with current events. We're a little behind. Oh, okay. All right. Um, so we're going to start off with the 9/11 10 year anniversary. This Sunday marks. That um, date, of course, we all know what happened on that day. Mm -hmm. Close to almost 3,000 people were killed from the terrorist attacks. So there will be memorial services that will be held nationwide. There's going to be, of course, um, one held on um, New York City. There's another one here in Southern California. Um, So there's going to be a memorial service held, like I said, in New York City. Right. And um, it's to the victims' families that have been invited however not the first responders they haven't been invited due to size and logistics i think that's ridiculous because uh it wasn't too big or too what's small the first thing. responder the first responders are the full, who responds first to an emergency fired people firemen or firefighters and police officers okay and uh i think it's ridiculous because when you think about it what is the first what epitomizes what occurred at the World Trade Center, FDNY and NYPD, and NYPD, and yeah. and all the first responders that went into that building. Even though we all know that thousands of people um, perished on, on that terrible day and that horrible event that happened, we the way we sim- we tend to symbolize it is by the 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 fireman's helmet. Well, you the know what, FDNY and all that if stuff. If you and read that's more, ridiculous. if you read more into it, is it is the reason why they didn't let him in? Is they they had to make room for the bagel guys, you know. <laughs> <laughs> New York bagels. <laughs> well, they said there's going to be a separate memorial service for the first responders, but I agree with Jose. I don't think it's fair because a lot of them are still dealing with like health issues yeah, yeah. And, because and, and post-traumatic of, stress syndrome and exactly. There's actually been an increase among NYFD in cancer. 
Wow. There's been a 19% of NYFD members that have cancer because of there were so many carcinogens in the air. There was asbestos from the buildings, and they're not invited to the service on Sunday. I think that's ridiculous. Um, I think that there could have been a way that they can uh, accommodate them. and, uh, and and make it right. Uh, it's wrong. It's but ridiculous. what if they don't want to go though? I mean, some some people may not want to go back. It's, you know, well, if they don't, that's their choice. But they should be, yeah. have the opportunity I to think, go. I think this is one of those situations where we're over sensationalizing. No, it. not in this situation. <laughs> no, the worst. I think it's kind of messed. The up. worst attack on hum- on on, a, on American land ever. And the people that listen. We take it for granted that these firefighters are going to uh, risk life and no, limb. But to, it's to, not, let me it's, finish my thought. To, to let they're going to risk their life and limb and go in there. And when so many of them did that selfishly, and they all died at once. Let me tell you something, bro. Okay, let me go ahead and respond because that's, I had to be fair. That's a party I don't want to go back to, man. You know what I'm saying? I hear you, but yeah. it's but it is I mean, the tenth anniversary. It's, it's, it's a it marking. It's a, it may be not a, a big deal to. I mean, maybe they did want to go, but maybe they didn't. But then here we are. Big deal, Ian. But a 10th anniversary <laughs> issue, that is a benchmark that, that, that deserves uh, commemorating. And uh, when, when you have fire – here's a story. I'm, gonna, I'm leaving tomorrow morning. I'm going to go cover that. And I'm, tomorrow I'm flying to Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. And from there we're, I'm going to go to Shanksville where Flight 93 cl- crashed. And we're going to do some stuff there. And then we're going to drive to New York and Manhattan to cover the memorial. And, and – um, and you're going to help these guys in. You're going to give no. them some press credentials no. and get them in? <laughs> <laughs> uh, the press isn't allowed that. there. The press isn't allowed there. Um, um, I lost my train of thought. Thank you very much. <laughs> oh, next, the, next the, re- <laughs> the reason why I said this is because the producer that I'm working with told me a story. Her name's Rebecca Nieto, and she's on route right now across the country uh-huh. on, uh, in vehicle. Mm-hmm. Um, they're doing stories as they go. She, um, she mentioned to me that she was there uh, pre-9-11. She had done stories uh, about firefighters there. She spent the whole day, I forget on which fire station in Manhattan, Mm -hmm. or at least in the city. And when she went back during 9-11 to cover that event, she decided she wanted to go back and visit those firefighters that she spent the whole day with. She sat down and ate with and everything. She went back to that station, and she got there, and there was one lone firefighter there. Oh, my God. And he recognized her. He let her in, and she said, what's going on? She, he said, they're all dead. <gasps> all of them? All of them. And he had so much guilt because he wasn't with them. Yeah. So the fact that this, you understand, this man has that guilt. Don't you think that he would, I mean, they deserve to I, go? It's a, I know that yeah. they're not blood brothers, but in, in this situation, they're like, they are like brothers. And they risk life and limb to go in there and save our, our fellow Americans and died in Paris because there's, of it. There's no question that they deserve to go but maybe some of them it's not that big of a deal it is to you and they don't all have to go but it should be like jose said i think it should be their choice an open invitation you know open invitation to anybody who has a comment on this dial 626-275 we're going to have a show next week on on september 13th Mm -hmm. uh, a special on uh on 9-11 we're going to have a couple of guests uh one of them is mr brad burlingham whose brother was the pilot on Flight 93, and, uh, which crashed into Shanksville. And, I'm sorry, a uh, flight that crashed into the Pentagon. Mm-hmm. I apologize. <laughs> and uh, you laugh? <laughs> no. what's, what's so funny? And, and, the fact, and also, we're going to have uh, Fred Mamoon, who is a television producer, who was two blocks from uh, Ground Zero when it happened, and he, uh, he was going to talk about it. And we're going to have uh, Lisa Deftari, Middle East expert and journalist, who's going to talk to us about uh, what it's like. So tune in then. Uh, go ahead, brother. That's, um, that's September 13th. Okay. 
September 13th. Done? Next. Let's move so, on. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. So I just want to mention that the actual memorial of 9-11, what we call Ground Zero, will actually open up to the public that Monday, September 12th, mm-hmm. and it's going to have trees, and it's going to have remembrance water pools and ponds. Right. It's supposed to be this beautiful memorial to honor those that we lost. And um, Earns. Um, <laughs> what they did, and you've... <laughs> you're terrible, dude. What they did is they... What they did, uh, you know what? Talk about things. <laughs> well, you know what? We're going to be covering this um, f- more uh, thoroughly on Tuesday, September thirteenth, seven p.m. on Twin Talk with Jose. That's Angel. next week. That's next week. It's going to be a fantastic show. You got to tune in. Okay, um, uh, let's move on. Okay, so the next story I really liked, uh, just particularly because I studied. Not only did I study journalism in college, but I also studied religion, and this kind of story made me kind of. Um, Made my heart smile. Okay. So, Anything that makes your heart smile, babe. Yeah. So after 9-11, of course, we did have a, kind of a spike in sort of like racial profiling from anybody of Middle Eastern descent. Oh, okay. Um, so we have this new university that's opening here in Southern California to help bridge what happened with um, kind of understanding different religions. Okay. It's the world's first multi-religious university, and it's opening here in Southern California. Okay, explain that. What is that? So it's the it's a university. It's specified for graduate studies and PhDs. Wow. And they're going to basically create a curriculum that is not inter- it's not uh, I can say that it's not really imposed into curriculums now nationwide or even internationally to talk about different religions in the way to understand them in a Okay. Interreligious. So way. it's basically for religious tolerance and some education. Okay. Yeah, okay. and they hope to bridge what's going on because a lot of the problems that are done overseas are root because of religion, religion differences, yeah, or yeah. religious misunderstandings. Okay, where, where is this going to be based on? This is going to be based in Claremont, which is here in Southern California. So what are they going to have? They're going to have rabbis and they're going to have monks. And what I want to know is this. What I want to know is this. Who's paying for this? <laughs> Where's this coming from? <laughs> no, really. Is this coming out of public money or is it coming out of private money? No, it's not coming. It's it's, it's like coming state, out of Latinos now, bro. It's considered a state <laughs> university, so I guess it would have some state, state funding. Funds. Uh-huh. But it's like any other school; it's accredited. Um, you know, you you figure out your financial aid. Okay, listen. If it's a school to learn, and uh, because you're getting a degree in something, and you're going to help further the world, you know, whatever. But if it's just about, listen, I'm really just I'm really tired of of pandering to the we need tolerance because what I have the problem with when you ask. Somebody to be tolerant. You're, you're. Oh, let me rephrase that. That's coming from someone who can't tolerate uh, 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 being, people being late. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Thirty seconds late. <laughs> Although we were fifteen minutes late, we're running behind schedule today. I'm sorry, folks. Technical difficulties. Okay, listen. Here's a problem I have with this. A lot of times, the, the you know, when you're talking about the liberals are saying you need tolerance, you need tolerance, you need tolerance, but you disagree with them. Mm-hmm. They're not happy. You're making a face. Like, you don't like what I'm saying. Like, okay, go on, Jose. No, Come I, I want to listen to you know your what I'm saying? opinion. I want to and, listen. And uh, listen, okay, come on. We, this country's what, 300 years old about? Okay, if we... If, it's we, beyond I tolerance, think, I think Jose. it's a good idea to have, to have all, you know, where you can learn all the religions in one spot. They're already it's there. It's easy. It's like going to, it's 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 like going to 7-Eleven. You can get your beer and you can get your condoms <laughs> and some, you know, toilet paper. Ribbed or not ribbed. <laughs> Here's the deal. Here's the deal. 
there are already that's what really bothers me there are already uh, um, myriad uh, classes and 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 courses yes, on different are... co- uh, states and, and institutions mm-hmm. uh, of education available. Mm-hmm. How about utilizing that money for something else? Like, how about utilizing that money? Because mo- this is not just going to be your curriculum to give you the fundamentals of Islam. You know what? Christianity, you know what it's going to be? It's to be to understand the different. It's to indoctrinate. It's you, not it's, to yes, indoctrinate. it is because we are the Christian. For instance, the Christian uh, the the Christian the. Christianity, for instance, is being totally railed on. It's it's not cool to be Christian, but it's cool to be on any other religion right now. And if you're a Christian, you're just a fa- uh, you know a far right fascist. You know, how about just freaking you know? Come on, spend that money on something else. That's what I got to say. Jeez. I, I think you're 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 grasping a different concept of what the school is supposed to be. Okay, explain. Be, I'm just I'm just saying. Jose just too. doesn't want to pay for it. That's all. I don't. Like you don't mind if it we would ha- if it would be, but you don't want to pay for it. Listen, right? our our school tuitions are going up. Uh, fewer and fewer students that even live in their own state can afford to go to their schools. Mm-hmm. Now we have in the state of California, we have the Dream Act, hey, which Jose, is taking on, on, which I... is taking money from. From uh, the state coffers to pay for illegal aliens to go to school here, Jose. But you know, but you see that I, I'm not really, you know, for or against some school. I really don't. care. No, I'm not against schools. But but, but the the argument when you come from the argument of the of of oh who's paying for it because that's where you know you you turn on the TV and everyone's talking about well we shouldn't be paying for them because they or that or this whatever that case is it, right off the bat. It's 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 just not a firm a firm place to stand on because your whole it's it's basing a decision on a material thing. No, because you know, of course, yeah. what 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 pays for your bills? Something but, material, but Jose, money. What pays for your but food? Jose, what pays for gonna, your overhead? But, everything. It's but money. you're gonna bring that to you. You're gonna be like holding on to something, and because you're holding on to it, you're never gonna really. How would I say it? Uh, uh, yeah, I'm holding on to my money. <laughs> I sure am. I sure you have as hell to come, am. You, see, you have to like let go and, and just kind of no. be faithful about no. giving. No, and, and if I want to give, holding? okay, I agree, Angel. I agree. If I want to give and I can afford to give, and actually I do, you every, can. I Jose. do. I do it on my every, own. I don't need. I don't need the government deciding. You know what? You certain have a certain amount of money. Therefore, but, we're going to take your money and we're going to create more programs and we're going to give money to people that don't even belong here illegally. Well, that are going. The bottom to be, line is you can't. And do my nothing kids about can't it, afford right? to go to school. You can't do nothing about it. So I you can't might afford as to well. put my kids to school, mm-hmm. and yet. I'm paying, helping pay for someone else's kids who aren't, shouldn't, that are not even wow. documented. Now, I understand the humanity of it. I understand that you know, it wasn't their no, choice no, to be it's here. No, not the humanity but point. And I understand all that. You, you, you know, we both grew up in the same home. You know, we're both uh, yeah, from, but, fa- from, his, from but Mexican But I'm late, immigrants. and you're always on time, so, you know. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> All right, we move on. Well, I digress. I just like this story because I understand what they're trying to do. They're trying to find common threads amongst all the different religions and try to, you know, appreciate their distinctiveness and see them side by side, not at opposing eyes. And it, and this, so uh, that's, that's what I dig about it. I think it's cool. But, Very well put. But I think Shall that we? I really think that anything that they should teach. Yeah, there's already classes on religion, on Middle Eastern religions, on. This is all different. that stuff. I'm gonna throw my no, fan no, at you. that's that. What that is is indoctrinating <laughs> somebody to say, "See, we're all equal." How about letting you, the person who studies it, determine determine make his own opinion? And that's what schools should be of. They should be like, "This is what lay it out for you. You lay out your own opinion." Not say, 
Because what if I disagree? What if that's that school you're talking about? But Jose, has, it's a college. You have to choose no, to go there, bro. Yeah, but what if I disagree? It's not like they're making you. No, I'm that's just saying. True. But what if I dis? What if I disagree? Let's say Jackie took those courses, and I just honestly this disagreed with whatever she said about it. Does that make me wrong? Does that make me? Should she judge no, me? No, I don't think you know? it's about being wrong. Obviously. It, just me myself being in religious studies courses it's not about being right being wrong but like angel said if you're going there specifically to find a way to find a bridge to thread religions that ultimately affect our politics our societies our cultures our domestic international affairs then that's your point to go there all right whatever (laughs) next move on oh man (laughs) next one i think jose is gonna like this one all right so, um, President Obama. Oh! President Obama, his rating polls have decreased. Oh. That's according to an NBC Wall Street Journal poll that just came in today. Jose, you were very successful, whatever you did. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, you know what? Go ahead. Yeah, he's, his polls are, are historic lows. This is, People yeah. must be listening to my brother. <laughs> this is the lowest that he has ever had his poll approval at in during his entire presidency. Right. Mm-hmm. So, he's at a 44% approval rate. And he is no longer um, considered a favorite to win re-election. Isn't that amazing? Could it be the fact that it took him two and a half years? Oh, no, no, no. He's not there yet. On Thursday, he's supposed to give us his whole plan for job growth and job creation. And it's supposed to be very stern and very um, affirmative. Very assertive. assertive. The the polls are low because he's low riding. (laughs) Here's what I got to say about that. Here's the deal. The first thing the president did when he entered office, his first goal was to create a legacy, and it was with the health bill. He he disregarded totally that one. We just came off a situation where they had to bail out. They felt they had spent trillions of dollars to bail out the bank. Our economy was in a fast, fast uh, spiraling decrease. And all he tried to do throughout was push a a a, a policy of uh, that half of the Americans didn't want. And now and now he's coming on and going to do a speech that supposedly is going to save the world. Baloney, dude! That is such baloney. Okay, I'll, I don't believe the only way that Obama can can cure our ill our economic ills right now is if he completely contradicts his policies. And I don't think he's going to do that. I just don't. And this up, uh, this this uh, this air of assertiveness, and I'm I'm going to make you funny, do your jobs, and 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 partisanship. You know what? That's ridiculous. Jose, you watch a lot of television, man. Well, you, I, you know what? That's what's going on. I read. I of course I keep track of what's going on. He says he wants to hold Congress up to their end of why this has become such a difficult plan for them to execute, as far as bringing up jobs, lowering the unemployment rate, and. Um, that's what he's supposed to do on Thursday. Well, well, he, um, we're going to just touch on this a little bit um, because, <laughs> well, because here's a deal. Because I, I just don't have. A, I hate to say it. I just don't have a lot of confidence because all we're hearing is a lot of divisive speech from the, uh, from the, even from the president and from the Democratic Party saying that, for instance, putting down the Tea Partiers. Okay, when they were going through their their whole raise the debt ceiling or not situation, mm-hmm. the uh, the loudest. Um, not the loudest, but the one uh, 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 party of people I should say, I can, for lack of a better term, that made the most influence was the Tea Party. Because yeah. if it wasn't for the Tea Party putting pressure on the Republicans, 
they probably would have folded and they would have raised taxes and in a time when we shouldn't we don't need it and unfortunately the tea party and i'm not a tea party member but i think that the tea party which is 20 million plus they're 20 million americans and when you have democrats like uh Maxine Waters saying hey bro, they can go so, to hell. This is so boring. Hold on a second. When they have Democrats like Maxine <laughs> Waters saying that they can ago. go to hell, and when you have uh, the vice president calling them terrorists, um, that kind of verbiage, that's wrong because you know what? They're Americans exercising their right. And if they had, we were taught in school that if we disagree, we should call our congressman. Right. And that's what they did. And they were called terrorists. And let me tell you, let me show you what happened today. Today, or actually this weekend, uh, Jimmy Hoffa Jr., the president of the um, the president of the uh, Teamsters Union had a, uh, a uh, rally and a speech which President Obama spoke in. And listen to what he said. I promise it's here somewhere. Hold on. Anyways, he, he there was some hate speech coming on. And if anybody else said it. It would be like, oh, it's wrong, you know? And uh, let me put it to you right here. Here we go. We got to keep an eye on the battle that we face, a war on workers. And you see it everywhere. It is the Tea Party. And you know, there's only one way to beat and win that war. The one thing about working people is we like a good fight. And you know what? They got a war. They got a war with us. And there's only going to be one winner. It's going to be the workers of Michigan and America. We're going to win that war. President Obama, this is your army. We are ready to march. Let's take these son of a bitches out and give America back. Tell America where we belong. Okay, now that was a speech by Jimmy Hoffa Jr., the president of the Teamsters Union. Isn't that the one where that Bato got lost and they never found him again? That's that's his father. <laughs> Here's the deal. Here's the deal. President Obama, share, hey. listen to me. President hey, Obama. All I know is that George Bush said, quote, they misunderestimated me. <laughs> that's, your, that's your president, man. Anyway, here's the deal. My president was Reagan. Here's the deal. Uh, president uh, Obama uh, spoke directly after this gentleman. And, I mean, if you ask me, the president had a great opportunity there to, to say something about the fact that there's he, – uh, he goes on, on – on television and does these speeches about oh we need to the, stop the divisiveness and all this and that he's got to stop it he should be a leader and not allow this kind of stuff and okay. he just shared that that stage with him how can you call Maxine Waters Representative Maxine Waters said the Tea Party should go to hell at a speech recently just a couple of weeks a week ago they can go to hell now if I mean that is just wrong wrong I mean it's wrong there are elected leaders sorry I I didn't watch that one all right I didn't turn on the tv i'm done <laughs> all right so basically after this poll the 73 percent of the country thinks that it's not going in a good direction as far as what is being implemented for legislators hey homie you're not getting voted back eh? Uh, it i got seems <laughs> like it. two words baby start getting the towels and the soap homes <laughs> two words mr president <laughs> one term anyway <laughs> here we go <laughs> Here we go. Let's move on. What do we got next? So, um, yeah, so those are the polls that came out today. Next one. Your post uh, office service may be changing soon, guys. Oh, no. The yeah. what? Your post, uh, you know, your mail. Yeah. You know, el cartero. <laughs> yeah. It's not going to be the same no more. How? Why is that? Well, because they're kind of like in debt. So, yeah, it's kind of not so great. So the White House is planning to do a rescue plan with them. 
um, because of it's totaling to about $1.5 million deficit reduction Shoot. package. <laughs> um, so due to failing mail volume and how we do most of our bill paying online, we don't uh -huh. really buy stamps. We don't really ship things as 15 much. Day maybe, maybe it's time for the post office to become current, you know, and, <laughs> and start doing more online stuff. You well, know what I'm saying? saying? That's the reason. But not everybody's online, bro. That's the thing. But more and more people are. If, we, if we're going to be, I know, but that's that. I could see how the post office is kind of stuck there because if if the post office mails all over, what about you know the people that are in the third world country that don't have uh, uh, internet, but but the U.S. mail may be able to get it there. You know, I mean, I mean they're kind of like in the middle of something right now, like a transition. Um, you know, but I, I don't think the, that the no, you're right. The, they're just not evolving quick enough. And, and and the fact and they should put the stat machines back in there, the ones that you could put money in there. I don't see why they can't make it a lot easier to just like uh, like if you can if you can pay your check your your if you can deposit your check uh -huh. with your iPhone. Uh -huh. I mean, why can't you do things like that? I think what they should do is just start hiring illegal a aliens. <laughs> oh, no, think about it. All the señoras from the dream right there, to the dream stamp. You could, you could get the message across the world like that, man. <laughs> Oye, Maclovio, <laughs> dile a tu jefe que mañana llega el tiempo. Whatever. Well, Whatever. Saturday service can, th these are all just possible things that will be happening pro probably over the next 10 to 15 years. Uh, so your Saturday service will be cut <laughs> and it'll be reduced to three times out of the week instead of six. Wow. So your post office dude, he's not going to be coming around anymore. Here's the deal. Neither rain, nor sleet, nor snow, nor... Break bankruptcy is going to stop these guys. Okay, they might, they might run a fewer in the week, but they're not going to run that often. Hey, listen, more power our postal workers. We take them for granted that they're going to do their job. We're still only playing well, you under know, fifty cents for a stamp. Well, the, that's pretty darn cheap. This is a post coming from a postal worker herself. Right. Okay, the post office is in debt because of overpayments to the U.S. government retirement programs in the millions of dollars the government mm -hmm. has doesn't want to give back for overpayments well here's the deal that's a very good point and uh it, it also goes back to the fact that they there's a lot of legacy pensions and unions yeah. and things like that the fact that you have workers that you can't fire for doing a terrible job mm -hmm. yada 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 jimmy hoffa da, da, da. yeah it's the decline of of the american uh capitalist and free enterprise and the whole system was, is the union Quote me on that. Well, this is what's going to suck the most. It's going to end up being about a loss of 120,000 jobs. That's Yeah, that's terrible. If and you've been if you got some vacation time, you better start saving it. Okay, we got to move on, but I will say this. If they, look it, uh look, if you're going to if you're going to bail out private industry like uh three car three the the big three car dealers or or manufacturers, um that was ridiculous and unnecessary, I think. I think that if anybody needs a bailout it's me. I don't man. believe in bailouts. I don't but know that anybody, much, Mr. President. The money could have gone at least toward you know the post office mm -hmm. to make them solvent. But they also got to get rid of those stupid pensions and legacy things yeah. and the union regulations yeah. and all that good stuff or bad so, stuff. Just a heads up, guys. Your mail may be changing. Thank you. Thanks for that. Hey, your bumper stickers aren't going to make it, eh? <laughs> oh no. All right, last story of the night. Um, so we have the announcement from the Oscars of who will be hosting next year's show, and it's a uh, drum roll. Mr. Eddie Murphy. Yeah. The, the, the Oscars, a, the Academy a, Awards? Yeah. Eddie Murphy. <laughs> <laughs> Eddie Murphy. 
a lot of people were shocked because <laughs> Eddie Murphy hasn't been popping for a, kind of a while. Now, you know what? And um, it's it's very interesting that that happened, that Eddie Murphy, who's probably he, been on a decline or at least a very stagnant career recent, of recent. Dr. Doolittle. Well, that's, that was like forever ago. Was it? I don't even know if that movie was too rad. I think it, it, it was. I know there was the a kids. part two. I, I, I didn't like it. I thought it was terrible. <laughs> it had too much innuendo. I took my kids to watch it, and it was a big mistake. Too much innuendo going on. It was a Disney film, and they were talking. Uh, it was just not good, not clean. When you're taking your kids, I disagreed with it vehemently, and I and I am so what, angry about it. What that. about him being at the Oscars? Do you? agree with him being well there? I don't know but you know what I will say Ed, that on the phone with us right now we have the geniuses of tel- of film uh, Cordell Crisman and um, Dave Brown from com. hey Dave and Cordell can you hear us Dave and Cordell can you hear us Dave and Cordell can't hear us guys guys Check the mute. Maybe it's no, on mute. <laughs> it's not on mute. I don't know. Anyways, they they're gonna be there. They should be on the line talking to us about what's <laughs> going on. You know, he was the first choice of the Oscars producer, which is gonna be Brett Ratner. So he wanted him as the host, and uh, he got it. They announced it uh, today. Uh, you know what? Uh, what I got to say about that is this: that the fact that they last year they tried for that younger crowd. Uh, I've been trying to get through which these guys. Failed uh, which miserably. Was a James miserable, Franco dismal, and Anne Hathaway. Very awkward situation. Who did they have last time? They had uh, Anne Hathaway, who's a beautiful, fantastic actor, mm-hmm. uh, and she's gorgeous. Mm-hmm. And James Franco, James, right? Yes. Yeah. And 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 it was who looked beyond oh, high the whole. I think he was high. Time. Was he? Let's see if but I got the beyond. guys on. Cordell, Cordell, and Dave, are you on with us now? I don't know why I can't get through these guys. Hello, hello, hello. Guys. They're on the other side saying, psych. Hello. <laughs> They're playing a prank on us. <laughs> anyway, so um, um, here's the deal. If you hear us, call in. Call in because um, for some reason I'm not getting you here. So call in to us. Um, I think if they're trying, I mean, I think if they're trying to get a younger demographic as they tried to do last year and they failed, I don't know why they thought to go Eddie Murphy and not go with someone like Justin Timberlake. He's hosted <laughs> SNL a gajillion times. He's a singer. He's a performer. He's great. Mm-hmm. I think he can hold the show, and uh, he can definitely bring in an audience. Why didn't they think of him? That's a good point. Well, you know what? Um, um, that's a very good point. I think, but you know, Justin Timberlake is mostly known for music, although he's yep. a fantastic actor. But he's done movies. He just came out with that movie uh, with Mila Kunis, uh, Friends with Benefits, and it did pretty well. He's, Isn't that a female body in, part? Mila what? <laughs> he, he did. Uh, he came out in Facebook where he was, you know, acknowledged for his acting chops, definitely there. Um, I thought he was great. He played the guy from uh, the uh, the uh, Napster guy. Who, who are you yeah. talking about? That? Oh, Justin Timberlake. Yeah. Justin Timberlake. He Let me see if I get job. these guys on now because uh, I don't know what's going on. I'm going to let the ringer go on now. In the meantime, uh, Eddie Murphy has something to say. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Hello, this is Jose from Twin Talk. Is this Cordell or is this Dave? Yo. Hello, this is Jose from Oh, can you turn down your your radio there, please? Yeah. <laughs> what it, it is You got it down? Who am I speaking to? This is Dave. Hey, Dave. Thanks for uh, being on the on, on Twin Talk with us. I'm sorry about the technical issues. We are we are janking this from Theo Luis's garage. We really appreciate it. Uh, we were talking about the fact that Eddie Murphy has been tapped for the uh, for the Oscars uh, nomination this year. 
Dave, what do you think about? Do you think that has something to do with his maybe? Oh, what's going on there, Dave? I know, I'm here. That's that's Cornell. I got it, I got it, I got it. I'm here. I made it, I made it. Uh, okay, the geniuses from thecineverse.com are with us now. Cordell Crisman. Finally, finally. And Cordell Crisman and Dave Brown. Now, do you think that Eddie Murphy might, be, might have been tapped because of the dismal, sort of awkward uh, performance of James Franco and uh, Anne Hathaway? That's exactly what happened. Um, I think they got Eddie Murphy because, as you know, back in the day, Eddie Murphy was a god at comedy. And so after last year's nonsense they're trying to get some people to laugh and actually enjoy the oscars so they got eddie murphy yeah because i mean if anyone if anyone remembers last year's oscars there were at least 10 or 20 jokes that just fell completely flat because you know these are pretty these are pretty people right these these were not funny people no they're not funny people at all well, why not? Why Why not? Uh, why not? Uh, Chris, uh, you know, Crystal. I mean, Billy Crystal did it forever, and, he, and everyone loved him. I don't. I'll do what I'm saying. I actually thought they should have went back with Billy Crystal. I think Billy Crystal can do the Oscars well. Um, Eddie Murphy's hilarious, but he's when he's hilarious, he's vulgar. Um, you think back to Raw and Delirious. I mean, those are two of the best stand-up comedy stand-up comedy routines on earth, but they are very vulgar. So I'm not sure how it's going to translate. To a family-friendly audience, unlike like the like the Oscars. Uh, but then we're you yeah. know, go ahead, go ahead. Well, well, what I was going to say is because we know what Eddie Murphy's clean comedy looks like, and you know, most of the time it's pretty terrible. Right. Um, <laughs> but uh, you know, we have to also look at who is producing this year's uh, Academy Awards, and you know, if any of you guys know, uh, director Brett Ratner. Okay. Uh, yeah. the, the director that. Uh, Famed brought us the three Rush Hour movies, X-Men, The Last Stand, and many other terrible, terrible films. I see. <laughs> <laughs> this coming from the geniuses from thecineverse.com. Now, let me ask, I, I do have uh, one more thing. I, wa- I want to just make a little comment. You, you talk about the fact that he, Eddie Murphy of late has made some very terrible films. I agree. I, that doesn't diminish his talent. Uh, but I would say that the stage and the microphone, that's his forte. Wouldn't you yeah, agree? Yeah, absolutely. That's where he belongs. But like I said, again, like his, that's his element, but I'm not sure if his clean comedy will come across as funny as his old I mean, stuff. Well, he's, always, he's always had the, the niche of irreverent comedy. But if we want to look at his semi-clean comedy, we can look back at the, the kind of stuff he did on SNL. Right, which is you know, which is okay enough for network television. And if we see something like that, if we see that Eddie Murphy rather than you know Eddie Murphy in a fat suit, we might be in for a a night of enjoyment. Well, you know what? We really appreciate your guys' insight. You know, uh, when you have that Oscars viewing party with all those hot women, (laughs) and we'll be right, we'll be there with you guys. Uh, We can't wait. Okay. Exactly. It's now, happening. Before I let you guys go, what does the com have coming up? Uh, well, we have an episode coming up where we rate the summer blockbusters. Um, we uh, reviewed 12 this, this season, and so we're going to put them in order from least to greatest. Um, that's coming up. We also got some reviews of Straw Dogs and a couple of movies that are coming up for you guys. So make sure you check out the website, www.thecineverse.com. Okay. Absolutely, guys. Dave. Brown and Cordell Crisman from thecineverse.com. Thanks so much, guys. Appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. You guys take it easy. All right. Bye.
Um, you know what? Right. On the phone now, I have Eddie Murphy. He has something to say about that, too. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. <laughs> uh, so, anyway, there you go. Um, uh, Thecineverse.com, these guys have a great thing going on uh, when it comes to reviewing films and a whole new point of view. Uh, it's not It's not like what you're used to, so go on there and check it out. That's called The Cineverse. I think that they, uh, uh, Cordell Crimson and David Brown should host the uh, Academy Awards. That, that'd be something. That'd be, I think they'd do a good job. Yeah, that'd be actually quite uh, interesting. Yeah, that'd be pretty dope. So uh, is, is that what we got going on there, Jackie, for uh, your current events? Yes, guys. Awesome. Okay, so um, thanks for coming with your matching fan. (laughs) Jeff actually took my matching fan. I have my own. And your matching phone? Personalized one. Oh, right on. What's up? So (laughs) now before we move on to our musical uh, break, um, it's time to pick out another winner. Okay. Um, uh, As you know, um, this time what we're going to give away is a Run, Devil, Run. Do I get to pick again? Yes. Run, Devil, Run CD. And T-shirt. Um, Do you need the other? And uh, it's a Run to Run C- CD and T-shirt. Is that it? Your notepad. And uh, Jackie Casas is going to give a, is going to name the winner. Oh, okay, so I got number two, Ryan Reynoso. Ryan Reynoso, you are the winner of a what Run they, Devil Run what do they CD. Win? Run Devil Run CD and T-shirt. You got to call six two six two seven five twin. That's six two six two seven five twin, and uh, then you you're the winner. So uh, we got to go to a musical break, but but our musical break this 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 time it's today, special. Today live. we have a uh, a live musical break. Uh, uh, a couple of gentlemen, traveling bluesmen. Out of Australia, and you guys check them out. They're going to be traveling all around the U.S. Kai Adko and Tim Edrett of uh, Mojo Bluesman. Mojo Bluesman, isn't it? Blues. No, Tim, is it? Okay, okay, let's go. Uh, get on the mic there so you can. How do we say it? Is it plural? Plural, M-A-N. Okay, talk into the mic. You don't need the headphones. You don't need to make headphones. Just talk into the mic. So uh, get on the mic there. So tell us about um, the Mojo Blues Man. There's something unique about you guys. You guys are not, you know, right now you're rambling. You're you're all over the country, all over the world. Tell us about that. Yeah, we're having a lot of fun busking. Um, uh, what do you say? Busking, street performing. Street performing. Yeah, it's called busking in Australia. Yeah, yeah. I like that. That's what we do. So um, I used to be a plumber. I had a business in Sydney for about five years, and it went pretty well. Bought a couple of houses and uh-huh. had a couple of guys working for me, and uh as a bit of a hobby, I used to, um, I was a president of Toastmasters. Oh, no, you didn't. <laughs> no, you were. And I um, used to go around giving this keynote speech to uh, high schools and business groups about living your dream. <clears throat> and I decided after, uh, you know, giving that speech enough times that plumbing wasn't my dream and that I really love music. So I decided to get rid of everything, go and live in the car and, and travel around and busk. And, and on that adventure, I met Kaim. He was busking in the street one day when I when I drove through town, so I asked him if he wanted to come, and that was four and a half years ago. Kayam, what did you think about this guy when he first uh, approached you? Yeah, I thought he was a little strange. But <laughs> <laughs> um, he lured me into his car, so four years later, I haven't left it. So. Well, the, he must be a nice guy. You're still with this guy. Now, now um, uh, you're, you're basking. Busking. Busking through the streets of uh, Australia, and now you landed in the U.S. two days ago. Yeah. And you're going to busk across the country. That's right. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, the Mojo Blues Man, man, M-A-N, Blues Man, 
M A N, men. Men. It's two plural. 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 M E N. Mojo Blues men, men are going to play a track for you right now, and um, they're going to be they're fantastic guys. So uh, let's uh, let's introduce, ladies and gentlemen, Mojo Blues men. Yeah, the Mojo Blues Man. Blues Man. That was awesome. That was just fantastic. Ladies and gentlemen, they're busking across the U.S., busking. And busking means that they're street performing. Uh, and they, they're about to pick up a used car somewhere, as they were telling us earlier. So if anybody has, anybody has a used car or anything that they, uh, preferably a station wagon or van that they could lay in, something with four wheels, um, uh, then, uh, give us, you know, give us a message here on Facebook, man. These folks, uh, are, are ready to take on the world. You guys have, uh, CDs and stuff to sell out on the street as well? Let me, let, speak yeah, up, Kaim. Um, we've got Whiskey and Women and we've got Dirty Love. Well, um, I, I have Whiskey and Women too, but they're not CDs. Hey, uh, <laughs> our listeners, look out for them. Say that again, bro. I, said, I want to tell our listeners, look out for the Mojo Bluesmen. You, any, uh, they play anywhere. So uh, uh, look out for them. You see them, hang out with them, listen to their music. They're really nice guys. They're very talented. And buy some of their CDs, man. Help, and help, help a brother out. They're, they're, um, because they're true blue uh, traveling bluesmen. And they, uh, they do it because they love it. And, and, and they rely on... Uh, on your uh, aficionado ship, <laughs> you know what we got to move on. But you know what? If, if there, What's that? We got uh, mojobluesmen dot com. Also, if people want to have a look at our website, mojobluesmen dot com. Look them up on twin. I mean, on YouTube also, <laughs> and uh, and uh, uh, you'll see some really cool performances from them. Uh, and you know what? One more thing. They when you think about blues, you think about 
you know, street, like people that really that they, they it comes out from deep and within. I don't know how much deeper and profound blues can get if you're busking across across the Atlantic or the Pacific from Australia to the U.S. So uh, would you stick around and play another track for us later? Awesome, awesome. Right on, right on. So now, um, uh, as as we told you before, we have a, a awesome guest. Our special guest today uh, is a life coach, a motivational speaker. Uh, she's also certified in integrated energy therapist, which sounds very interesting. I can't wait to ask you what that means. Um, she's also uh, developed a, a unique program called Get the Life You Deserve. She's been personally mentored and coached by the legendary life coach and speaker, and author, Alan Cohen. Wow. She's been a keynote speaker at uh, v- uh, many events and a uh, guest speaker as well. And now she's on Twin Talk and with Jose and Angel. Twin Talk with Jose. Please welcome. In Theo Garage. Please welcome. Connie Costa. Yeah. Ciao. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks for coming. And sorry, we're a little bit behind. We're on Twin Time today. Um, we actually had a little technical issues earlier. I don't know what it was, but we're on the air now. Awesome. Listen, thank you so much for coming. The first thing I want to ask you. Um, what is life coach? I mean, that's not a very, it's not, it's, it's not like table talk. People don't, you think about football coach, you think about, you know, even motivational speakers, but you don't hear the term life coach very often over the dinner table. Because life coach, the term life coach is relatively new. And, um, the way I describe life coach is we find out everything that's right with you and set goals and make it happen. Um, my mentor, Alan Cohen, always says the difference between a psychotherapist and a life coach is that a psychotherapist finds out everything that's wrong with you, and, and a life coach finds out everything that's right with you. Awesome. <laughs> I dig that. Oh, I, interesting. Interesting you say Go. that. Why do people need someone to tell them what's right with you? I mean... Well, because a lot of people actually don't know. They don't see it. And that's a very interesting question, and it's amazing how many people don't see what's right with them. And... And that's actually the basis of my work mm-hmm. is self-esteem and self-worth because right. as cliche as that sounds, that's the bottom line for everything. Right. When you love yourself, when you have high self-esteem, it's when you demand a good life for yourself, when you actually say, you know what, I deserve to have a really great relationship. Mm-hmm. I deserve to have a great career. Um, and one exercise that I love doing and I encourage all your listeners to do yes. is I have them write down in less than a minute, I have all my clients write down in less than a minute ten things that they love about themselves. Oh, I love is, and I can always tell. Is them that you, how you want? <laughs> <laughs> and I always tell them you can't write. You cannot write like I rock. I'm cool. You know, you have to write deep specific. Stuff. And uh, let me ask you though. I hate to interrupt the but, no, no, but that's fine. You talk about. I like that but, I'm a twin. I noticed <laughs> it's very unique. I, well, it's not that unique, but the, no, I, I, it breaks the eyes. <laughs> I like that I'm your older twin. I can tell you what you to do. You can tell that you're the older twin. <laughs> can you tell? Yes, you can tell. <laughs> so, um, what, I like that. I must look <laughs> older, dude. Damn. I didn't you know, say that. <laughs> I, I did a little background and stuff, and um, and I and I, I, I would you a lot of the verbiage that comes out of you over and over is is um, uh, the term you just said that you you need to um, trust or like yourself. Yeah. You know. Um, and does that not exist? I mean, does that, you know, how, per, how much is, 
does that permeate? Well, yeah. So going back to the exercise, you would be shocked. That I, I would say 90%, no, no, a good 95% do not have 10 things, cannot write 10 things that they love about themselves. Interesting. Wow. So everybody thinks, oh, this is so easy. They laugh at first. This is so silly. Right. And then, you know, I ask how many people wrote 10 and it's like maybe one person, maybe. Mm-hmm. How many wrote nine? Mm-hmm. Most people write three things, four wow, things. Wow. And and that's where it is, and they don't realize it. But if they, you know, if I ask them, write ten things that you love about your spouse, or maybe not spouse, but maybe uh, your child, <laughs> sure, you know, a hundred things, or your best friend, but about themselves, they can't. So it is very important to like yourself, and it's very important to know that where you're at with that. Where, okay, and, I couldn't write ten things in one minute. That's sad. But how does that affect everyday life? How does that affect the fact, like, because I really feel that, especially in an economy. Uh, and in a in a climate where the economy is horrible, you, uh, people are losing their jobs. They're just trying to make ends meet. Homes are being lost, and they're just trying to move one step in front of the next. How does loving yourself or finding those things help? How so, does it pay the bills? Yeah, well, and that's exactly my point. So there's this belief out there that if you pursue what you love, and usually people that pursue what they love are people that are very confident and love themselves and have high self esteem. Mm-hmm. If you pursue what you love, you're not going to make money from it. That's the idea. Mm-hmm. Right. It's and like it's like a, a, a hobby costs money. Exactly. Yeah. So we live in a society where we believe in the safe paycheck. Mm-hmm. We believe right. working nine to five, getting that safe pay- paycheck. And if you like, you know, I don't know if you like to be an artist or whatever, sure. you could do that on the weekends, but mm-hmm. you certainly can't make money from it. Yeah, sure. And um, I've seen it way too many times where that's not the truth. And I'm not necessarily saying that it's super easy, but, you know, I'm sorry, what's your name? Tim. Tim. I admire somebody like Tim mm. and who just said, you know what? Being a plumber is not doing it for me. This is not my life's passion. This is not my life's purpose. I'm going to go and do what I love because I deserve okay. to do what I love. Okay. You know, one yes. thing, and one thing, I'm sorry, did you have a question, brother? Because I was about No, to I was just. Uh, uh, okay, since you don't, I'll continue. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just that, you know, a plumber is, is a trade that, that, that pays well and is always needed. It's not like. And not to take away from plumbers. A lot yeah. of people enjoy Absolutely. their job. Absolutely. No, no, that's, but that's what, I'm, what but I'm saying is, absolutely. no, what I'm saying is that, that he obviously, you know, that's like a secure job. Yeah, you know, and that's where we get we get kind of caught in, in into our daily li- daily life because we worry about not having to pay the. Here's bills what I got, and and another thing I heard over and over when I was looking in, uh, in videos and stuff. Were you, you stalking me? Uh, totally, okay. <laughs> totally. Look, look over your shoulder, baby. <laughs> I'll be there. <laughs> anyway, so what I what I what I what I heard a lot over in your verbiage is 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 um, the, having the life you deserve. Yes, and. And that kind of implies a little bit of sense of entitlement. And now lately, of late, people think entitlement could just be, well, I have a right to this. That's some of the verbiage you use. You have a right to this. Who says? Why? I mean, you know what I'm saying? I'm not questioning you. I mean, I'm just wondering why should people feel they have a right? To to have the life that they want? Yeah. Because a lot of, yeah, well, that's a good point. You yeah, know? That's a, that's to have a, good a point. life that they love, to wake up every day and absolutely love their job and love what they're doing, I think that everybody has the right to that. Okay. I think nobody deserves to, I was telling Angel over the phone, sure. to, this is a society where we hate Mondays and we love Fridays. Mm. And I think that's twisted. I think that's sad. And, um, I'm, I'm not advocating for everybody to quit their job tomorrow, so please don't, you know, email me <laughs> six months from now saying, hey, because you- of you, I quit my job and I'm homeless <laughs> now. Um, 
what I'm saying is to go for your dreams and go for your goals. And if that means that while you're at that safe, you know, job with a safe paycheck, but start baby steps, sure. mm-hmm. even baby steps sure. to get you towards what you really want to mm-hmm. do. I have way too many friends who every day wake up loving, including me, yes. loving every single day. It doesn't matter if it's Saturday, Sunday, Tuesday, or Wednesday. I love waking up because I love what I do. And I that's what I wish for everybody. I really honestly wish that for everybody. That's why I became a life coach. You, that's awesome. I think, I think that, uh, that you do get the in, in real in, in actuality you do get the life you deserve if you feel that you don't you that you don't deserve that much you you get that much exactly so so you have it's to, like this you st- have to meet that it's not a it's not a sense of entitlement it's it's more as like you have to meet you meet yourself at where you really are <clears throat> and if this is who i am like you know that that I'm mediocre, happy. Then that's then that's what I'm going to be. But, but you might just be content or whatever. I mean, people I think are most people in this world are good people. And let's talk. And we're in America right now. Let's talk about the. Although people are listening to us all over the world right now, but Woo-hoo. we live in America, so we're in, the, in this situation, um, we're, it's more more personal to us. The fact that our, we're going through this economy and things like that and uh, joblessness and what have you. So there's lack of motivation. I think more and more people are discouraged with, with just with life in general. Um, how do people get inspired and motivated to to do something? Maybe take a risk or, or, or like... Maybe take a risk, and I've seen it work for some people. I mean, I did that. Mm-hmm. I literally left a really good paying job as a foster care social worker to pursue my dreams, making good money to making zero. Mm-hmm. Wow. And it took years. I mean, there was a time where I couldn't even buy a cup of coffee mm-hmm. and or get my car washed. And, you know, if you ask my husband, he's like, oh my God, my hair was turning white during, you know, that time. <laughs> but eventually I became extremely successful. And mm-hmm. so um, I just, I had a clear vision. Mm-hmm. I knew what I wanted. And I feel like, you know, you get tested. How bad do you want this? Mm-hmm. And if you just keep going and you never give up, for sure, you'll be rewarded. Now, you can take the risk or, like I was saying, you can do baby steps as well. Mm-hmm. I usually have my clients take baby steps. Mm-hmm. And so what that means is, you know, a lot of people say you want to be a coach. A lot of people think, okay, I'm working right now as a waiter or a waitress. Mm-hmm. And I want to be, let's say, a coach and motivational speaker. They vi- they, what they visualize is from being a waiter to, you know, speaking in front of thousands of people. That's scary. Yeah. Instead, yes. instead of that, just baby, a baby step that they can take mm-hmm. is how about I do a mini talk in my living room? Mm-hmm. That's how I started. Mm-hmm. How about I invite my friends and family and I just talk in, to them? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so it's not so scary. And then you gradually do workshops and then you're doing venues and then you start speaking. And next thing you know. But when people get so scared, like that's just too much. That yeah. can never be me. That's what stops people. We, we, that's what I was going to uh, say. Do you? Would you say that that fear is is one of the Absolutely. biggest? Absolutely, number one, fear of failure. Mm-hmm. And to me, there's no failure; there's just feedback. Mm-hmm. So you know, if I would have been scared of failure, mm-hmm. I would have stopped and gone back to being a psychotherapist, foster care, social worker. Because there was many times where I was like, okay, that didn't go as well. As so I you know, I, I tell my daughters uh, all the time. I've told them for a long time. Uh, when you know, in particular, when they they, they should when they want to try something new, I, I say exactly that. I said, don't think about all the. Everything you need to do is just take one step. One step. One step, and then once you got that one, go on to the next and next. And you, you talk about fear. You mentioned fear, but another thing I hear a lot about, I heard, is trusting. Trusting. I heard a lot of, a, a lot of in one of your speeches, you talked about trusting, but it wasn't just like trusting your friend. What were you talking about? Well, I'm very spiritual, so and, and I make it uh, a point to, for my clients to know that I'm a spiritual life coach. Mm-hmm. So it's trusting in God. 
mm-hmm. and okay. trusting that you know you're on the right path and that everything that's going on is part of the plan a, a woman that i admire her name is lisa nichols she came out in the secret i don't know if you guys watched that movie yes yes mm-hmm. lisa nichols she talks about that how everything is a part of the plan even what seems to be negative mm-hmm. she's like basically don't judge it because that's part of the plan so for example if I know now that mm. I went through such a hard time financially because now I can teach my clients. Mm. Now I'm not talking, you know, from, you know, stuff that from, I don't even know what I'm talking from, about. From theory, but yes, from I'm, I can actually say, listen, I know what I'm talking about. So mm, sure. it was part of the plan, if that makes sense. So mm-hmm. just trust that whatever's going on um, mm-hmm. is part of the plan. And I wanted to go a little bit back and say, sure. we don't regret in life what we do. We regret in life what we did not do. So the last thing that I want for anybody is to be 80 years old. And I was just talking about this today on Facebook. I don't want anybody to be 80 years old and be on a rocking chair saying, what if? What if I would have done this? What if I would have done that? You know, that's a, fe- that's a horrible yeah. feeling. Instead, yeah. you know, go for it. Just go for it. See what happens. If you fail, quote unquote, mm-hmm. That's just feedback. Do it differently the next time. Mm-hmm. Sometimes so, it takes a couple times. So you you know talk about being successful, and everyone should deserve. Does 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 everyone really deserve success? Why not? You tell me. Why not? No, I'm asking the questions. <laughs> <laughs> I think. It Why depends. not? I think that. It, okay, go ahead. Why does it depend? I think it. And I, not that I think it depends. I think that the level of success uh, depends on the the level of what that person believes. They is success exactly because what's success to me might not be success right. to you exactly okay so, so so let me ask you um uh you know mrs smith is uh decides to call connie costa and say you know what i need a life coach what happens well for i interview everybody mm-hmm. because as a life coach, I am pretty hardcore in the sense that I, a lot of people have this idea, this belief that they call me and everything just happens for them. Right. <laughs> <laughs> they don't want to put any work in. Uh-huh. Sure. So I don't just take any client. I interview them. Mm. And I want to see, are you committed to the work? Because, you know, there's work involved. Mm. You sure. know, I have tools. The only thing I can do is provide you with tools. Mm. I can't change your life for mm. you. There's mm. no way I can do that. Mm. If I had a magic wand, I mean, I'd be a billionaire by now. I'm right. Just Poof, you know, here you go. Your life is perfect now. So I want to see if, are you committed? How committed are you? Do you really want to change or you're just saying you want to change? And you'd be surprised how many people, you know, convince themselves they are, but they really aren't because they're so scared. They have so much fear or they just don't want to do the work. And so I'm really good intuitively with that. I can tell if somebody's ready and if somebody's not, I usually tell them that they can call me back you know, in a few months from now, maybe I'll recommend some books or some workshops. Meanwhile, so, but I want people who are very, very, very interested in so you, doing the work. So you do a pre-interview, and then, exactly. and then what happens? And there's uh, are there steps? I mean, are you are you knocking on their door in the morning saying, "Get your asses up, lazy, lazy people"? Like I'm at their window saying, yes. <laughs> "Open, open, open." You know, everything is everybody is different. So every. Um, program, I call them my programs, are custom designed to the client. Mm-hmm. But, you know, yeah, usually they have uh, they have to email me every day with what did they do today to get closer to their dreams. So I give them a set of questions and they every single day they have to email me and tell me what they did that day. Um, and we meet once a week. I and did my laundry. <laughs> yeah, no, that doesn't count. <laughs> <laughs> it does when you have dirty clothes for two weeks. You got dirty underwear for two weeks. Hey, what's well, yeah, that's, then yes, it would definitely count. What's a, a certified integra- 
Graded energy therapist. So um, I was certified in energy medicine. Have you ever heard of Reiki or anything mm-hmm. like that? Mm-hmm. So same idea. Mm-hmm. It's just a different modality. Uh, let's talk so about ba- that. So some listeners don't know what. Yeah, that is. That I okay. was gonna. Yeah, explain. Okay. Basically, you know, to like one hundred and one to make it very simple. Some people sure. go to doctors and take pills, and some mm-hmm. people don't want that. So if they mm-hmm. have any kind of pain, they um, go to a healer instead, and the mm-hmm. healer. Um, lays them on a bed and either gives them light massage mm-hmm. or not even they don't even need to touch them sometimes they just remove energy blocks with their hands mm-hmm. that's so, my dream right there that's my goal in life to have that kind of like uh, somebody <laughs> putting their hands on me and massaging me you would love it yeah, yeah. <laughs> it feels really me. good yeah it's but you gotta relaxing. touch you gotta touch me okay <laughs> None of this. You don't have to. <laughs> That's what we say. we always say. Do you want us to touch you? Yeah, uh, <laughs> I want us to touch you. We can if you want to. <laughs> Please, baby. Exactly. It'd be the most fun I've had in a long time. Awesome. And what? what? And that's not my, the main thing that I do, though. Right. I am certified in it, uh-huh. and I do do it at retreats and stuff like that. But mm. mainly, I'm a life coach. So let's yeah. talk about the retreats that you talk. I, I know that you've done. Uh, so, uh, you do a woman's retreat over in, uh, the Sicily trip, and also the uh, mystical Ojai, which yes. is more regular and even more. Talk about that. So um, that is a great introduction to my work. Mm. And um, basically, I don't know. Um, have you guys been to Ojai? It's so beautiful. I have. It's you beautiful. Have? Yeah. I love Ojai. So it's so about beautiful. 30 minutes away from Santa Barbara, but right. you feel like you're in a completely totally. different world. Because you're in that valley. and it's Yeah. Just, uh, and it's just, it, first of all, it's just gorgeous. Mm-hmm, and I, mm-hmm. I'm a nature girl. So mm-hmm. I love looking at beautiful trees, lakes, rivers. Mm-hmm. And so it's just gorgeous to, to go to and just to get away from L.A. for one day and just detach and be in touch with nature. Mm-hmm. So for that reason alone, it's just a beautiful day but Mm -hmm. what we do is we usually have a nice breakfast in the morning we go into a three-hour workshop on living your life's purpose i want to see who is who isn't and get you closer to that does everyone have a purpose closer to it's funny you brought that up because i put that here that's my question too it's funny you know i think everybody does i think all of us have gifts and talents but some of us are not tapped into it again because of society i'm a little more cynical though i got to be honest with you not to question you and everything but i've always thought of that i've wrestled with that yeah because i I consider myself pretty much a, a an optimist, but, yeah. Do, but are you? <laughs> I don't know about but that. But I'm also a little, a little realistic, and um, uh, but I also think about does what is it? I mean, the, do you what do you consider a purpose? Because when people think of purpose, you think of grandiosity, you think of changing the world or doing something. What if it's just somebody's purpose to wash dishes and provide for their kids? You know, if that's her pers- purpose, then I'm nobody to say that that's not their purpose. I mean, but I but my question, I guess, is that considered a purpose? You know, it's whatever brings you a lot of joy. Mm-hmm. It's whatever you absolutely love doing. Whatever you feel is your gift and your talent. And okay. I can't say I can't okay. say what you, that is for people. You okay, know that, what I, you that, know what it means to me. What that's I, fair, babe. What I get out of it is more more like if you live your life on purpose. Then you're you're not necessarily being tossed around by by situations and stuff. You're, you're it sounds like a chill now. You're being. I throw the music down. <laughs> <laughs> I got a caller coming in. Let's see what this is here. Hello, you're on Twin Talk. This is Jose with Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. Who hey, is? Jose. This is uh, Papa Rio. Hey, Papa Rio. How you doing? What's up, Papa Rio? What, what, out of Nebraska. What's up, huh? You're calling for, ne- for Connie. You taking questions? Yes, sure. yes, we are. So Connie is on the line now. You're going to have to move that over there so Connie can put it in here. Go ahead. Go ahead, Terry. Yes, uh, Connie, I was just uh, listening to the program, and uh, you know, I think it's really cool what you're doing. Um, I was wanting to know if you could explain to us how important it is to have a a well-balanced life, 
you know, looking at um, all the things we do in life, you know, a lot of times we, we become so um, stuck in one place, you know, like concentrating upon making money. Yes. And, um, and, and you know, all the other areas are just kind of left for dead, you know? That's a yes. very good point. So mm-hmm. um, um, I, I was wondering if you could kind of talk a little bit about how important it is to, to look at, you know, financial, mental, family, physical, and spiritual sides of your life. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Without balance, there's nothing. I mean, you can be a multimillionaire and, you know, be empty in love and just be miserable. So there absolutely has to be a balance, and I'm glad that you brought that up. Um, A lot of people do just focus on finances, and um, I think it's it's a a little bit of everything. I don't think that there's... I mean, I, I, I'm the kind of person that loves love, so I think that is the most important uh-huh. thing. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, uh, Papa oh. Rio brings up something really good because I guess he, he asks you to talk about it, but uh, it is difficult for people to have a balance in life. Yeah. You know, I remember a time. I, I think I'd like to hear, hear finish what she was saying. I think that. I, I, okay, forgive me. Did I interrupt? Jeez, yeah. Jeez, yes, you did. You're always interrupting. <laughs> Go ahead. So, yes, absolutely, there has to be a balance, and I think that the key, I'm always going to go back to that, is the main thing that we should be focusing on is self-esteem, self-love, and self-worth, because everything else does fall Uh in place. When you don't have self-esteem or self-love, that's when you're not going to be in a good relationship, you're going to be in an abusive relationship. I used to, when I was um, a psychotherapist intern, I used to get people asking me, you know those abused women? They love to get abused. Otherwise, they would leave. That's mm. they love to get hit. Otherwise, mm. they would ju- you know leave their man. Yeah, they do. And I'm, <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> I'm kidding. So, and it has nothing to do with loving to get abused. It's the point is that they have no self esteem or no self worth. They think that that's what they deserve. And so, right. absolutely, I tell right. my clients, please, please, please. Focus on self-esteem, self-worth, self-love, and that's when you attract great relationships. That's when you you know yes. you know not to yes. go to Burger King and eat you know a horrible <laughs> meal because you feel horrible afterwards. Right. That's when you know that you you know you deserve a good career. It all falls into place the more you work on you. Everybody's sure. looking for happiness outside of them when it has to be inside. Does that make sense? That, thanks for calling in, um, uh, Papa Rio from Nebraska. He chimes in all the time. He's awesome. That makes a lot of sense. That uh, makes a lot Thank of you sense. Very much. Now we, we we're gonna before we go. Unless you have another question, brother. Uh, yeah, I I noticed that in a couple of times earlier today, uh, you mentioned that's the way society is. Uh, um, do you? Would you say that in in our society now? I mean, uh, that that we're we've uh, how would I say it? That get to the point, it, brother. That it works Spit. against us. I mean, should we somehow detach uh, from not from our brothers and sisters, but from this society that? Okay, you're you're an esoteric here. Uh, yeah. I, I think I understand what you're saying. Mm-hmm. I'll try to answer that. Yes. Um, I think this used to work for society. This type of you know you know nine to five mm-hmm. and I think it's not working anymore. It hasn't mm-hmm. been working for a while. So mm-hmm. I think that's why now it's important to be more tapped into what is it that you truly want to do. I mean, mm-hmm. can you imagine a world where people are doing what exactly what they love to do? Yeah, but you know, you talk about I mean people there's gonna have to be the nine to five. People have to do that. But, that's how that But that's the right. thing, in my when I say nine to five is because I 
don't particularly like that. <laughs> okay, I <laughs> but see. That that's not, what you but, yeah, to. exactly. It's an analogy. But some people actually do. I gotcha. actually know people who actually love the office job. Sure. Loves, they love to be C, you know, CFOs, whatever it is. Uh-huh. They actually love it. So I'm just, you know, relating to what definitely would work think, for me. I think you're kind of getting what I'm saying, but it's my fault. I'm not very, very eloquent. Like I think I know what you're is. trying to say. <laughs> but what okay. I'm saying, what I think, what I'm saying, what I'm trying to say is that is that yes, indeed, this is the the way of the world, if you will. We have to pay taxes. We have to take care of our health and and it takes money to do that kind of stuff uh uh but but uh we're we're bombarded if you will by by media uh negative ra- negativity radio for uh television uh and and newspapers and all that kind of stuff and what i'm saying is is don't you think that we you know as part of this whole program that we need to take the initiative to uh, like like we exercise maybe three times a week to detach from this all like you take a trip to the mystical ojai uh, that would be great. <laughs> you know, uh, you know what? I, I, I just think that um, there's so much negativity going on that uh, that would be great. Yeah, there, <laughs> a beer and uh, and you know there video. Is, there is so much negativity, which is why I encourage people to read personal development books, stuff that's inspiring and that's mm. going to get you towards your goals instead mm. of stuff that's going to bring you down and just you know it's going to be negative and it's not going to help you in any way. Uh, one book that I want your listeners to listen to for sure, actually a couple, that I highly, highly, highly recommend is um, Secrets of the Millionaire Mind by T. Harv Eker. Wow. That is a brilliant book, and he has a free two-day seminar that I absolutely recommend. Mm-hmm. I'll put it for anybody who wants to um, know about these links. They can look me up on Facebook, mm-hmm. Connie Costa, and I'll put the links up. Okay. Secrets of the Millionaire Mind changed my life, mm-hmm. and um, that was brilliant. Also, Alan Cohen, who's my mentor, mm-hmm. I had it all the time, is also a very, very, very brilliant book. I had it all all the time. I had it all the time. Alan Sounds Cohen. like my college ages. I <laughs> used to get it all the time, baby. <laughs> Not that kind. <laughs> okay, I got gotcha. you. Hey, so um, you know what? Uh, I, I think it's fantastic. Why don't you go let people know what your website is, uh, and can you spell it out so that people know exactly how it is? So it's ConnieCosta.com, C-O-N-N-I-E-C-O-S-T-A.com. And you can look me up on Facebook, which is uh, another really good way of keeping mm-hmm. in touch with me and mm-hmm. my events and what I do. What what event do you have coming up now? Explore Mystico Ojai um, at the end of September, September 24th, mm-hmm. Saturday. Mm-hmm. And um, we already have our Italy trips for next year planned. We have luxury retreats in Italy that we we do, and it's they're just yummy and delicious. <laughs> Connie, thank you so much for coming. Down. Okay, oh, real quick, thank that you very really much. Nice. If possible, what's the first step to personal success or happiness, whatever it is? What's the person's name? That's the first step. Person's name? No, person's first step. Oh, person. I was like Connie Costa. That's the person's. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he said. What's the person's first step? So what I always that? recommend is. Definitely writing 10 things Mm -hmm. and keep writing on that list Mm -hmm. and listen to what people tell you. So if they give you compliments, pay attention, write them down, read it day and night. That's just the first step. And also Mm -hmm. reading these books, going to workshop seminars of personal development. That will get you in and, you know, clear some blocks and make you realize about your money patterns and all that stuff. So, Is there anything that we forgot or missed that you want to mention before we let you go? We don't want to, you know. Um. No, I mean, I just... Who's I your get... favorite twin? <laughs> <laughs> Don't no, answer go... that. Don't answer that. Go ahead. I, I won't. <laughs> Good one. I won't. Yeah. Um, 
No, I mean, just that I do want that. I truly do want that for everybody. The thing that people need the most is discipline. And a lot of people Mm -hmm. get really inspired and excited and motivated, especially when they hear me speak, but Mm -hmm. then they don't do anything about it. Mm -hmm. So if there's anything I can tell listeners uh, is, you know, yeah, maybe you just got inspired. Mm -hmm. I hope you got inspired. Mm -hmm. Go out and do something now. Go and buy a book or do something, something that will get you towards your goals. Don't just get inspired because tomorrow you'll forget and then it'll be the same forever. So just do it, home. Just Just do it. Just do it. Just do, do it. it. <laughs> Connie Costa, thank you so much. You're thanks so for welcome. thanks thank for you, bearing Connie. with You're us so being welcome. a little bit late. Thank you okay. for enjoying or uh, enduring the uh, the hot uh, Theo Luis's garage. <laughs> it's okay. But you guys, I'm can, cooking in here. It's <laughs> okay. pretty. Warm. I know. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Connie Costa, and uh, we'll be right back. But we um, uh, when we come back, we're gonna. Uh, well, first of all, when we come back, it's going to be the chill lounge. We're so. going to have the chill lounge. So, so still stay, stand by stay for the chill lounge. This is the Twin Talk with Jose and Angel, Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Kick back. And The glass is half full or half empty. A common expression used rhetorically to indicate that a particular situation could be a a cause for optimism, half full, or pessimism, half empty. Basically, an idiom used to explain or gauge how we perceive something. Be wary. This expression can take us to a state of taking accounts, a state of gain or loss, Asset or liability, good or bad, a subdued state. Consider this. Take no accounts. Empty the glass, then empty it again and again, and so on and so on. This takes us to a state of releasing, a state of emptying, a state of renewing, a dynamic state. You see, we sometimes bear more than we own, And sometimes we own more than we can bear. But through it all, let it go. Empty yourself. You win, share it. You lose, let it go. Let us not measure, lest we be measured. Let us not hold on to things, lest they hold on to us. Chill. One love. And that's another chill lounge from my brother Angel. Shoo! Now, before we go, we got one more thing to give away. And then now we're going to have a music. Okay, who's number eight? Who's number eight, Jackie? 
Listen and call in if you want to win. Twin Talk 626-275-TWIN. The winner is number eight. Wait. Okay, bring that over here so I can say it. Bring it over here. Number eight. You got a dollar. 626-275-TWIN. And the winner is MJ Vardanian. MJ Vardanian. Oh, I think I met this woman out there at the show. MJ Marjanian calling to 626-275-TWIN. And you win uh, the boards autographed by uh, Sunset Riot. And, and now, you know what? We're going to have a musical guest but make sure you tune in next week on Twin Talk Show at 7 p.m. Tuesday. Uh, hit us up on Facebook, Twin Talk Show, and uh, Twitter, Twin Talk Show, and on iTunes because we are iTwins. And now, here is the Mojo Blues Man. Shout Mojo Blues Man.
Thank you, Thank you. Tuesday is Twins Day. Listen to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel at 7 p.m.